my god guys i am still very very emotional this is was so loaded this is was so heartfelt this is everything um we know um the squad we we launched we know it was bad but i don't know any one of us realized it was that bad it was awful my heart is still breaking and i know they are in the on the other side of everything but my god I don't even know what to say so I have still have my guests here if you guys have a chance to check my previous um, podcast show on YouTube um, my first show um, it was about what it is that you know they were gonna talk about what it is that they were going to say at no point that I thought it was gonna be that deep that emotional that hurt it's so many hurt so I'm gonna I can't even speak so guys what was your oppressions what was your thoughts well I, I think for me I'm surprised at how much it seems like they actually did share I, th I thought um, it seemed like they just kind of really they really opened up um, and um, that was refreshing but it was also kind of hard it was hard to listen to because it was there was so clearly pain and I think that was one of the first things that struck me at the, at the beginning of watching it was that there's you know there's the importance of the revelations that the things that were in the media are lies right and I think that's it's important for the other side of the story the truth to be out there um, but even more important than some of those kind of truths in some senses is just like the emotional the human side of it and watching Megan especially seeing that <clears throat> seeing that emotion was um, it definitely it struck me um, and especially the the sense that there's like there's the truth behind what people see and uh, like the reality and just thinking about compassion beyond what you what you see in the front um, that's just kind of the first thing kind of hit me when you think about the first biracial kids being born in the monarchy knowingly that um, he or she life will be in danger and they were not willing even to protect this is a family that makes millions of millions of millions of dollars every year I, I, I don't understand please you as a biracial uh, man how did that make you feel to hear that? Well, that was just simply one element of an overarching theme that I got, which is that it's pretty clear that they just treated her as a second-class citizen, right? I mean, there's many instances of how she was just treated other than... She was not worth of security. She wasn't worth a lot of things. Her child wasn't worth a title. Um, she wasn't worth security. She wasn't worth protecting. She wasn't worth training. She wasn't worth the effort, you know. So I mean, that, like as I mentioned, there was just a there, there's a whole host of things that um, how she was treated and obviously regarded within the palace and you know by as you mentioned in the last show, the men in the gray suits and perhaps even some of the family itself that uh, you know she was just treated differently and less than. Right. 
So I think it's just a matter of, you know, as you mentioned before, I mean, I certainly have my own um, share of experience with it. Um, so it's, it's, it's nothing new. It's nothing that that was so surprising. It was just really disappointing. Um, and, you know, and you can just see how it plays out. I mean, I think it's, uh, I think she was quite fortunate that, uh, you know, she had the support of Harry that she did. Because uh, otherwise, it you know it would have ended quite badly. I, I, for me, it's like to hear her saying that you know what she wanted to take her life. It it was too much. It was too much for me to handle. That While she was pregnant, you. that always hits you when hearing anyone say that, hearing anyone get to that point that they feel like life's not worth living is really hard to hear. Um, and then hearing it from someone who you like kind of feel is a, is someone that is looked up to by so many and um, has presents that sort of, as she mentioned, presents everything, do, does her job in terms of seeming to be happy and seem to do all of these things. But then the dichotomy of what's presented versus how, how bad it could feel is is another thing that's just striking for me is is that you know what my question for the press my question for the brit i mean do they have any type of compassion any anything at all the fact is is that you know that this woman was getting it everywhere so it wasn't like, you know, well, there's a few of them sort of, you know, like say, well, you know, that's not right. Let's not do that. Let's not sort of, you know, I mean, the damage, even though right now they are doing really well. And I know there's probably going to be a price to be paid. <coughs> I am so sorry. Because Diana, when she spoke out, two years later, she was dead. And something that was really, really frightened me early on before the interview was the uh, um, thing that, you know, they point out, if you can please. Uh, um, oh, that headline that uh, someone someone in the press wrote that um, Harry's making the same mistake as Diana did and it's going to cost him. What's that mean? What is that supposed to mean? For the same reason what you know one of the press you know very early on i think months ago talk about you know um the brothers will get together one once of their wife you know die what does that mean and so for me i am so scared right now i am so scared right now because i know what they just say what they just talk about is going to change the monarchy forever it's going to change how the world view and see the monarchy they're going to be watching every step everything that they do because now we have another little girl that is about to come in because everything that they told us, everything that they say, it was not true. That it was Meghan and Harry that decided that, you know, did not want her child to have a title, whatever so have you. And it wasn't true. The fact is, is that, you know what, they were parading as if, like, you know what, so Meghan was this woman that, you know what, who needed its security and they were going to take security away. They're going to take, when they nev she never had the security to begin with. 
they trashed this woman for not parade her baby in front of a stage of paparazzi. And yet, they was not even willing to give her security. What if she had got shot there? I don't know how could these people now today that who who saw us that you know what well this go is going to be reformed this is what's going to be sort of like the new monarchy oh my god they are so forward thinking and they are meeting the time finally and it was all a lie yeah i think that's that's one thing that also comes through loud and clear is that they they definitely had a lot of credibility in terms of just listening to them talk about it um you you believe them you believed what they were saying i mean that's the thing people say about every story is there's always the two sides and then the truth usually somewhere in the middle but at the end of the day the difference between what you hear what you've read in tabloids and what we just heard megan and harry say um they definitely had a lot of credibility you you definitely seemed like it they they were someone you could believe but, but what kind of society are we in right now if we cannot trust the press if we cannot trust the media where are we well just to that end i mean just being americans i think we can all understand and relate to not being able to trust the press <laughs> I don't think the the press is a great bastion of truth anymore. And it's funny that you say that because what I'm sitting here thinking about is, you know, how much of this is the tail wagging the dog, right? Because at the end of the day, what they had mentioned and something that I think was revelatory um, for me anyway, because again, I don't, I'm similar to George over there where I just don't, I'm not, I'm not that into it. So it's just a question of, I just maybe I'm just naive about it, but um you know, how much the press actually controls the royals versus, you know, vice versa, right? I mean, it's their their institution is perpetuated and supported and in some ways propelled by the press, and they know it. So that being the case, then, uh, you know, they have to supplant themselves to what the, what the press says. They have to supplicate. And if they have to do that, then, you know, if the press wants a narrative and wants a story and where they think they're going to get, you know, the, the, the best reaction, the best subscribers, the, the most likes and views and where they're going to make their money is creating this tension. And what and if they see Megan as being divisive. And again, it is Murdoch own, right? I mean, this is a, this is a similar playbook that we have here. So that's what they're doing. They're playing culture wars, and it but seems like it seems like a deal with Struct that says that okay, well, you know, royal family, we're gonna go do this, and that's just what's gonna make our money, and you're just gonna take it. And they just took it. But they went after her when she did not do anything wrong. I, I don't really get that. And the thing is, is that you know the whole world is watching, and now we have what sixty-two different country that's going to listen in hearing this interview so how are you representing the commonwealth that who has sort of as megan says that you know represent all these african you know black people 
well, they're just going to be on the wrong side of history at the end of the day. But I feel they may not have thought they had a choice. I mean, I, not to say that the royal family doesn't have its own fair share of uh, racial issues, because you know, um, you know, I've heard in the past that there's been many a part of the royal family who's taken a pot shot at Meghan themselves. But it's one thing to take a pot shot and you know have your own opinion. It's another to perpetuate it and lie and uh, and harass and perpetuate harm on someone. And I think that's what the press was doing. The press was the, the press had their own agenda that they were pushing, and the crown did nothing about it. How sad that was when she's saying, sort of, you know, look, I understand you guys are not going to protect me. You're not going to protect my baby, but please protect my husband because of the amount of threat they have on their lives. Yeah, I think that was just a lever for them to get back. And then for them to say no. Yeah, I to think... To say no. This is this is the sort of the queen grandchild. Yeah, I think they were using it as a as a wedge to get them back into the family. I think they were using that but, as a tool to just make sure to, to, to get them to do what they wanted. They, they knew they needed it. And so they were like, okay, well, we're just going to completely no. cut you off because, you know, we want you to do our bidding and we don't think that you'll be able to support yourself. And so, you know what? You know, you're going to have to come back crying to grandma. And they were like, no. But the problem was it was just Harry. They didn't want Megan and her baby. Because, again, even when she was there, they said, we're not covering you. Supposedly, they don't have money. Are you serious right now? That they don't have money to cover her security? And then the press being led in us nose, thinking that, you know, somehow they have all this security and they're spending thousands and thousands of dollars on them? Well, not thousands, actually hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, I think it's those revelations also that make me not go perhaps as far as you have, um, Charles, in terms of the the balance of power with the media. It does seem like a symbiosis, but I also, for it to be uh, to have been done at the extent that it's been done and the nature of it, seems like there's more calculation than it just being how do we sell more you know, uh, get more circulation, get more viewership, get, sell more ads. <clears throat> it seems... Like there's additional um, objectives within how it's been done. And then when you tie that with the decisions about not giving them uh, security or not giving Archie a title, it's like, well, it just kind of starts to build a bigger picture of what is the end goal that they that they wanted. Yeah, I mean, I think what they wanted, I think what the press wanted was money. <laughs> um, and I think that, you know, by being divisive, and that's... Um, that's able that's that's enabling them to to do that and obviously you know increase you know their their overall uh size of prize in the marketplace just generally just that that you know the outweighing and you know just the amount of attention that they can get um so i think that's one thing and then you know to your point i think that obviously the royal family in and of itself and how they behaved i think what they did was you know uh, clearly there was an agenda behind that as well and, you know, could they have been, I mean, clearly they were aligned. Um, the question is, was it done intentionally? And it, was it something that they had, you know, an even further agenda or not? I mean, that's something that, you know, we can only speculate on. This is heavy. This is heavy, guys. 
I am going to make this podcast really short. Um, I can't wait to hear tomorrow that um, what they're going to say, how they're going to sort of, you know, try to turn this because I know something is just changed and it's changed forever. I think people are going to look at the monarchy now in a very different way. And I think that, you know what, um, I am worried. I am concerned for their safety. Um, I don't know what we can do and what we should do. I am scared. Um, I have so much to say, but I, I need some time to process it all because it was heavy. It was very heavy. So I thank you guys so much for joining me again um, for this short um, podcast. And hopefully that, you know what, we can um, gather again um, when we have a chance to dissect this and perhaps maybe watch again for a second time. Because from what I understand is, is that, you know, there is more um, tomorrow morning and CBS because they didn't have time to put it all together. So hopefully we can sort of really um, diving in. So I thank you guys again. Um, this is very emotional for me um because i know these people um there's a lot that i can say that you know that i want to say that i cannot say right now but um stay with me i hope you guys subscribe and share and um yeah good night